0: Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the word of God.
1: I will wander in my soul, bless, oh, bless his name. Hallelujah, Matthew chapter 27 Matthew chapter 27 Matthew chapter 27 verse 50 It is on your screen for those of you are here and those of you are watching online Matthew chapter 27 verse 50 and verse 51 Hallelujah, and it reads it says then Jesus shouted again, and he released his spirit Verse 51 and says, at that moment the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Everybody see from top to bottom. The earth shook and rocks split apart. Verse 51 is what I want to keep my attention on. For those of you who are here, at the moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and rocks. Split apart I want to talk to you tonight from the subject no more barriers no more barriers When we looked at last week, we started a new message series entitled revolutionary and The purpose and the premise of this series ladies and gentlemen is to take a closer look on how Jesus death and resurrection change history forever The goal of the series is that it would strengthen our the the conviction of our faith and empower us to be bold witnesses of our faith when you take this moment to reflect this should make you a bold witness for the kingdom of god it should make you very bold because you know that you have the facts you have the facts the facts is is that there is an empty tomb the facts is that not only is there empty tomb but he did show signs of his resurrection the book of Acts would tell us that he showed infallible proofs of his resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, our faith is built upon the fact that Jesus died and he rose. If Jesus did not rise, ladies and gentlemen, he would be like any other person who proclaimed to be God. But what backs up his claim is that there, he is alive. What backs up the claim of while well, we say that we serve a living God is because he's not dead. Because he's yet alive. Ladies and gentlemen even critics, ladies and gentlemen those who criticize uh, uh, Christianity, even those like Bart Ehrman who is an atheist, ladies and gentlemen, would still say that there is factual proof, proving that Jesus rose. That there's factual data. An atheist is saying that Y'all got some facts behind it. There's some good claims behind it. Now, I I think it's a very dangerous thing when you study it and still don't believe after you can acknowledge that there may be some truth there. That that there may be some truth there. There is a case for this Jesus that Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, is not some uh, mythical hero. He's not some Hercules. He's not any of that stuff. He was a real person. He is a historical figure. Ladies and gentlemen, there's evidence, again, that there is a historical Jesus. And he historically died 2,000 years ago. And so last week we talked about that he's no ordinary revolutionary. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, revolutionary, as the definition on the screen, means an overthrow or repudiation, excuse me, and the thorough replacement of an established government or political system by the people governed. Second definition means a sudden, complete, or marked change in something. And we talked about how last week that Jesus in his first coming did not come to be a political figurehead. He was not coming to be set up as king in his initial coming. The biggest problem that they had and the reason why they were so disappointed over the death of Jesus is because they thought that he was going to overthrow Rome and so when the pharisees came they tried to they tried to you know uh, catch him up and say okay who do we pay taxes to because they wanted to say him they wanted to they they wanted jesus to get out of his purpose and see this is what i learned about jesus ladies and gentlemen he never lets anyone take him off of his course hallelujah he never let the praise of the crowd take him off his course he never let them to way of what he came to do ladies and gentlemen even when they tried to put him up as king ladies and gentlemen the Bible would tell us is that Jesus disappeared from them because that's not what he came to do he was born to die hey
0: everyone it's Elder Brittany here from Transformation Christian Fellowship and I want to invite you to tune in this good Friday at 8 o'clock p.m. to watch conversations around the cross It's going to be full of great discussion with our men of God and our women of God and also music from our worship team, Transformation Music. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be talking about what happened on that faithful day and what it means and why we truly celebrate Good Friday. So make sure you go over to our YouTube channel right now to subscribe and turn the bell notification on so you'll be notified when we'll drop conversations around the cross. And remember, transformation starts here.
1: Isaiah and the prophets would say that he would be a suffering servant, that he would suffer many things. Ladies and gentlemen, he was no ordinary revolutionary. He was not like, uh, the, like in the Revolutionary War where we had George Washington and they were trying to overthrow the government of Britain. No, he was trying to overthrow another system which makes him a revolutionary what he was trying to overthrow ladies and gentlemen was a religious system a spiritual system that was put in place that was keeping man from god what ladies and gentlemen he came to overthrow the power and the works of satan that was given to him when the first adam disobeyed uh, disobeyed god that's what he was coming to do That's what he was coming to do, ladies and gentlemen. And so he may not be a revolutionary in the the sense that he was a political figurehead in his first coming, but he still revolutionized and changed the world forever. And because he's so revolutionary, that's why many years later we are taking the time to take a look and pause. Just maybe, just maybe, this Jesus person, there's got to be some truth here. Ladies and gentlemen I would beg to differ that out of every religion the most criticized scrutinized religion would be Christianity. Yeah. There's college courses on studying the old and the new testament. There's different atheists, they don't look at, they don't look at uh, Islam, they don't look at Hindu, they don't look at any of that stuff. They want to critique and scrutinize Christianity. Wow, there's religious classes and that shows different ones. The biggest one that people want to spotlight and, and really put under the spotlight is Christianity. Why? Because of its claim. The claim of absolute truth. The claim that we say that we have a living savior and to that point that people are willing to die for it. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, Jesus uh, and uh, let me tell you something, the disciples were more than just some martyrs who died because they had a cause. They died because they had conviction on what they saw and what they knew. You're not willing to lay your life down if you're not convinced about it hallelujah oh my god help me now and so ladies and gentlemen he is no ordinary revolutionary which brings me to today's message we find that jesus is hanging on Golgotha's hill it is becoming to the ninth hour jesus is at the point where the scripture tells us that he gives a loud shout Ladies and gentlemen, we don't know if this was the shout of victory. We don't know if this was a shout of agony. We know from what Matthew tells us, it was a loud shout. We don't know if this was the shout when he said, it is finished. We, we, We don't know. John could say that it was, but here in Matthew's text, ladies and gentlemen, from what we know, he says a loud shout. But something happened when Jesus shouted. And it's so funny that Jesus is hanging on this tree, exposed. Ladies and gentlemen, I know they like to put a towel around him where he was. Historically, he was hanging up there nude, nothing, and shame and humiliation. And he's hanging up there. And how can the man shout with such loudness on the cross when he didn't lost so much blood? He's suffocating, hanging there on the tree. He would have had to lift and expend his energy just to lift up to even say something. But it's what he said. Hallelujah. And what he said triggered something in the earth hallelujah i praise you tonight it reminds me when when the word went forth in the very beginning hallelujah when the earth was without form when god spoke to it it triggered something triggered in the earth ground right? and when jesus in his humanity begins to speak and say with a loud shout something triggered in the earth that heaven rejoiced about hallelujah Hallelujah! And let me go. Let me go so far and to say, ladies and gentlemen, that not only did heaven rejoice about, but the earth rejoiced about. Hallelujah!
2: Oh
1: my God, help me now! It's what they—they—it's they, what they rejoiced about, ladies and gentlemen. While everybody was trying to mock him and trying to shame him, Jesus said that even the rocks will cry out. And let me tell you something: the rocks cried out in praise and reacted to the loud shout because something happened and triggered in the earth. How do I know? this Pastor Brandon because here again in Matthew chapter 27 I'm not trying to stretch the text I'm trying to tell you what happened what happened was at the moment the curtain which is the veil that was in the temple it tore in the two and it didn't go from bottom to top it went from top to bottom signifying that this was a work of God yes This was not the work of just any mere natural occurrence. That this was a, an act of God. That while His Son finished it, and 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 and, and, and Jesus coming to His Father and said, "I I hadn't done it now." Yeah. The deal is now, God the Father. It was almost like this rip of this veil was like a rip of the contract that we had that was full of sin. Yeah. And he ripped it <laughs> from top to bottom. Ooh, glory, I praise you tonight. I feel like preaching in here that he, t- he ripped it. He literally said, all of your sin, he just yes. tore it from top to bottom. And the earth responded. Hallelujah. Let's go here. Let's find out what this veil is real quickly. I gotta move very quick. So this veil, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is something that was uh, instituted in the Old Testament when God gave Moses instructions on how to build the tabernacle. Yeah. Let's go and let me give you Bible to back this up. Exodus chapter 26, verse 31. It's on the screen right now. It says, "You shall make a veil woven, uh, woven. Excuse me, of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine uh, woven linen." It shall be woven with an artistic design of cherubim. Verse 32 says, you shall hang it upon the four pillars of acacia wood overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be gold upon four sockets of silver. Let's go here. Exodus 33, Exodus chapter 26, verse 33. And you shall hang the veil from the clamps. Then you shall bring the ark of the testimony in there behind the veil so what happens is god is instructing them i want you to bring the ark of the covenant behind the veil don't you put it in the front you put it behind the veil because god gave them the ark of the covenant because the problem was the children of israel was not satisfied with this uh uh, they wanted to be like other nations we need something to worship so god gave them an ark of the covenant a physical sign of his presence because they weren't satisfied with just seeing his glory, they needed something personable, tangible to look at. That's the problem with man now. You're you're looking for something tangible with just not just appreciating who God is. God, I'm good, I love you for that, but can you just give me that? I, I just I need something to look at, I need an object. Ark of the Covenant wasn't good enough, so he said, I'll just come myself. Then I'll move it from off of a chest and onto a person. Because <laughs> Jesus is the physical manifestation of the invisible God. He said, I want. It to be behind the veil, ladies and gentlemen, verse 35, it says you shall uh, set the table outside the veil and the lamb stand across from the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And you shall put the tap, put the table on the north side. What G what God was instructing them is that he was using the veil to separate the holy place from the most holy place. What this means, ladies and gentlemen, that in the tabernacle, there was a holy place and then there was a most holy place. And in, the, in those times, because of uh, because uh, God was doing this, because God there was a barrier between man and God. That barrier, ladies and gentlemen, was sin. And so that veil stood as a barrier of separation between man and God. And because of that, man, we couldn't just come together like this. We couldn't just come together like this. What they did was they offered different animals at different times of the day in the temple. And once a year, once a year, the chief high priest would come into the holies of holies. There's a difference between the holy place and the holies of holies. If they tried to go in there beforehand, they will die. Because it was only set apart for one time of the year. How could we go into the glory one time a year? How could we we live like that? Going after the glory where the glory is contained to a specific area. (laughs) The glory was contained in the holies of holies. And God said you could come only one time a year and and you have to bring me sacrifices. And guess what? That chief high priest... He better been on his best behavior, too. Because yes, if he came in there, ladies and gentlemen, any old type of way, he would die. Like I told you last week, they would put bells on the bottom of their garments. Then if they heard the bells, chinga-ling-a-ling-a-linging, then he was still alive. Yes, the moment they didn't hear no ching, oh, he dead. <laughs> He's out of here. <laughs> He's gone. He gone. And guess what? That means that means it wasn't acceptable for that year. We all in trouble. How can we live like that? This was not. This was not. God did not intend the animal sacrifices. That was not what. That's not God's intention. It was never God's intention for us to bring these sacrifices. For us to do all of this. It was God's intention that in the beginning that, that man would subdue the earth have dominion, reign, be free-flowing in God's presence all the time. And because of a moment of disobedience, Adam has given away that right. He's given away that privilege. For a holy God to walk in the cool of a day with you is a privilege. The, un- the, 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 the creator, the uncreated creator, the one of the universe to walk in the cool of the day with you is a privilege and 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 for uncreated creator to want to do that come on man it's a privilege he doesn't have to and so ladies and gentlemen the what the purpose of this veil was was again to separate the holy place from the most holy place and let me tell you something you cannot look at this veil like it's some type of uh, 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 easy thing to tear it was a thick veil You couldn't just come in there and just think you was going to rip it. It ain't like the wedding veils that we had. No, God made sure that this thing was sturdy. You weren't going to just come in there any other type of way. This thing was sturdy. This thing was was (laughs) man-proofed. You weren't going to come in there anyway. This was hard to break, ladies and gentlemen. The purpose of this veil was to separate. It was to separate. Let's go here. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter nine, verse seven. No, that's not it. Hebrews chapter nine, verse seven. Here we go. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. So once a year was to show that man was allowed to go beyond the veil. And to atone for the sins that the people committed in ignorance, you know how we have free for all That we just ask God for forgiveness of for the sins right now. We have to wait. You would have to wait. There was a barrier there. He weren't just coming in there any old type of way. Once a year, going behind the veil. And how dare us, ladies and gentlemen, that even in a pandemic, God has tore down every single barrier. But because you're so lazy, you can't get up to watch anybody online. You can't get up and come into person. You know, people would die for this privilege we have now. Do you not know that there's brothers and sisters who are in the oh my God, who's in the persecuted church because they can't they can't wait to see Jesus meeting with their lives on the line. Come on, somebody. How dare us, ladies and gentlemen, take advantage of this privilege? People being beheaded even right now over the Middle East. There's been signs, ladies and gentlemen, of Jesus appearing to different Muslim nations. And they're changing their hearts around. But here we go. We're cool. Come on, somebody. There's something wrong with that. Ladies and gentlemen, the veil symbolized that there was not only was there a barrier, ladies and gentlemen, but not only between man and God, but there was a social barrier. Because the priest was atoning for the sins of the nation of of Israel. It wasn't just it wasn't Gentiles were not included in it. (laughs) Gentiles weren't told me and you, ladies and gentlemen, we're not of Jewish descent. So that's why You're considered a Gentile. Who was going to atone for you? I'm trying to help us. We would have been, who, who was going to help us? Who going to help us? Who will going That's why this system could not last. This system could not last. It was only put in place. Until God came down himself. It was put in place to show us, ladies and gentlemen, how we are in need of God. How we, ladies and gentlemen, fall completely short out of the glory of God. It was to show us, ladies and gentlemen, that us alone cannot atone for ourselves. Because sin, ladies and gentlemen, you don't understand the power and the effects of sin. It has consequences. It has consequences, ladies and gentlemen. And people say, oh, sin, this is a made-up thing. They want to keep religious people bound, and religion keeps people bound, and yada, yada, yada. No, you're bound. You're bound by your ignorance. You are bound. Religious, religion keeps people bound. No, you're bound, sir. You're bound, ma'am. You don't understand that you were so bound and you're bound now that why Jesus came for you to loose you, to loose you of your ignorance. That's what you're bound up, bound up in your ignorance. Are you hearing me tonight? Yeah. Somebody say, I needed saving. I needed saving. I needed saving. Brandon needed saving. needed saving the reason why I needed saving because I was never going to get it right in my strength you and I were never going to get it right I know you don't want to hear the truth but you and I were never going to get it right and that's the, and that's the gospel we preach you weren't going to get it right so Jesus made it right by dying on the cross to then make you right that's the gospel we preach he who knew no sin became sin that you and I may be the righteousness of God. This is the gospel we preach, ladies and gentlemen. The gospel we preach that Jesus crucified, Jesus buried, Jesus rose again. But I don't stop there and he ascended. Oh, man. Because guess what? If he didn't ascend, then the Holy Spirit would have never descended. Oh my God, help me now! He would have never descended, ladies and gentlemen. This veil represented a restriction—the restriction to the glory of God. Hallelujah! But let's, let's say thanks be unto God. He didn't let. It, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't keep it that way. He did not keep it that way for us ladies and gentlemen what did jesus break jesus broke a barrier between man and god when he lifted up that loud shout ladies and gentlemen the earth shook in this earth shattering ladies and gentlemen announcement that jesus had completed the very thing his father had told him to do and set him out to do and the earth could not just respond any type of way
2: the earth had to shake because there was a new paradigm that was coming into the earth had to shake because of the announcement that sin's power had been broken from top to bottom hallelujah oh glory hallelujah it's broken over my life it's broken over my life hallelujah the bible says who the son set free is free indeed no longer do i have the chains it's been ripped and thrown into shreds because jesus made a mockery of it and he armed it on the cross
1: hallelujah hallelujah Jesus tore that thing That thing was torn And God did it Hallelujah Jesus said Because you did it son Now the father
2: Got business to handle And he tore that thing Oh my God They talked about the temple Because God was saying I'm destroying this temple And then in 70 AD You saw that temple come down Cause God said I'm no longer dwelling In a physical temple But I'm a dwell In some human bodies now, through the holy eye And you shall receive power When the holy ghost Shall come upon you Hallelujah My God, glory So somebody say, thank God for the holy ghost My God in here I know you don't like to hear this preaching I know you wanna hear about relationships But I'ma tell you now The greatest relationship You will ever have Is in the fact of knowing Jesus It's
1: so good to know him god in here my god in here my god in this room oh jesus oh glory i praise your name tonight
2: the very fact of the matter is i'm so glad that god said i'm gonna rip the veil that kept me away from you i'm gonna come a rip open what kept me separated for you and i'm gonna make myself available
1: Let me tell you something. What was reserved for one man became open to all <laughs> that will believe <laughs> what we're reserved for one.
2: <laughs> Why can one man get all the glory? Hey, he gonna get his glory <laughs> and spread it among all of us now.
1: Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22 reads, He says, Let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Hallelujah. He's saying, Listen, now let us go into the presence of God. Let me tell you something, it's been separated let me tell you something the lie of the enemy over people's minds is to let them is to to keep them thinking that there's still a barrier between them and God the enemy wants to keep people bound and eyes not open to think that there's still a barrier there's no barrier there is no barrier hallelujah the way that you get past the barriers isn't repentance all you need to do is change your mind about god hallelujah Ah, he said let us go into the presence let us go into the presence of god i don't gotta wait for nobody I don't need no pastor to take me there. I don't need some so-called apostle. I don't need no so-called bishop to take me in the presence of God. I don't need a worship leader. I don't need any of that stuff. All I
2: need is me and wherever I am, that's where the spirit of the Lord will be. Wherever I make my altar it's where God will come through. That altar's not just reserved for a temple, but I am the temple of God. The Bible Says to present yourself as a holy living sacrifice under God, sire. I'm gone in here, I gotta go, but I'm gonna present my body as a living sacrifice, and if you present it, the fire of God
1: Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, verse 14 says, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. Hallelujah. I don't know who's been titter tiding with their faith but hold firmly to what you believe i know the pandemic has came and i know they made you wonder about god but i'm telling you zion hold fast
2: hallelujah because there's an empty tomb still hallelujah and let me tell you something jesus that veil became who his body was and that moment on the cross that was the veil that tore down
1: says this high priest of ours understands our weakness for he is he for he faced all of the same testings we do yet he did not sin hallelujah I know you want to throw it away but don't don't throw your faith away now it says verse 14 verse 16 says so let us come boldly to the throne of grace let me tell you something we couldn't come boldly before because there was a barrier there but let me tell you something. I'm so glad Jesus tore that thing down. And now I can come boldly. I don't care about you. I can come boldly in front of the uncreated creator. The God of heaven and on earth. I know you think it was a big bang theory. Hallelujah. But it wasn't that.
2: There was a God that called this thing in the being. There was a God that said let there be light. And there was light. Junk didn't make light. There was a God that separated the water from the land. THERE WAS A GOD! That said there would be day and night There was a God uh, That created man and called it good There was uh, I know you believe uh, That there's some evolution theory uh, But I didn't I wasn't an ape uh, That turned into uh, a human No, an ape wasn't breathed upon The only thing that God breathed upon Was a human body And so there's no way in the world I came from there But I came out of the bosom of God Yes <laughs>
1: hallelujah. My God is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't come from no ape. I didn't come from no Come from no animal. I was breathed upon. Hallelujah. What makes me different than the angels. Is that he breathed on me. What makes me different.
2: Than nature. Is that he breathed upon me. What makes me different. Is, me. Me different is I was created. In the image of God. That's what makes me different. And since I was created. In the image of God. God. God couldn't see his image, huh? full of sin huh? God couldn't see huh? his image away from him huh? And so he had to call it into him huh? And say if you believe huh? on the Son of the Lord Jesus Christ huh? You will have everlasting life, huh? life more abundantly huh? Life in peace huh? and rest huh? If you believe it, shot
1: yes coming to a close now i'll close with this it's not on the nose brittany so don't try to put it up there it's not there i just added it and not only did he break a barrier between man and god but when that veil tore jesus didn't just die for a jew but he died for a gentile like me hallelujah and i'm gonna close with this ladies and gentlemen there was an account in John chapter 4 as I come to a close there was a woman her name was unnamed but we call her the Samaritan woman and he said you Jews think that y'all do this and this and that and Jesus told her in John chapter 4 verse 21 he said believe me dear woman the time is coming will it will no longer be whether you worship the father on this mountain or in Jerusalem there was a time that was come in Zion that it then it's now here that it don't matter if you worship God on that mountain or this mountain but it's the time for the true worshipers hallelujah that will
2: worship God and the spirit and in truth that I worship him not only with spirit and emotion but I worship him in the truth of oh, what he set me free from I worship him in the truth of oh, who he is The truth is of who he is. Can I go down the road? That he's a promise keeper. Hallelujah. The truth that he is is that he's a healing God. The truth that who he is is that he's a friend. When everyone forsakes you, when your mother and father forsake you, God will. Oh my God. Never leave you nor forsake you. Now let me tell you about God. That he's long suffering with you. Let me let me tell you about God, that he's kind and he's patient Let me tell you about God, that he's everything that you need him to be When you need him to be it. that's the truth I have And that's the truth I worship him with And I thank God tonight, that every barrier's been destroyed Every wall has been broken down And I got free access uh, To know my daddy uh, Who lives in heaven uh, But he don't think low uh, That he sits high uh, And he looks low uh, And he's concerned for me Uh, Come on, encourage somebody in the Lord uh, And tell them I'm glad uh, I'm glad about this truth And his praise shall continually be in my mouth I will make a boast before the Lord Why? Cause he's my helper Say yes Say yes Yeah Celebrate resurrection how you want it But every time I get around this year I celebrate it every day Cause he breathed life into me I celebrate it every day Cause he breathed life into me I celebrate it every day Cause he gave me a second chance to live I praise him for it
1: Will preach this day until the day I die this ain't something that's make believe to me this is my true conviction that his name God has a name his name is Jesus he has no rival and he's still undefeated hallelujah hallelujah and guess what when I take my last breath out of here I heard him say oh death where is your sting and oh grave where is your victory because that's what that those ladies and gentlemen that earth shake not only were people who were alive waiting for the messiah but there was people who died in hope that Matthew
2: would tell us that they came out of their grave because Jesus said I go to prepare a place for you and they were waiting to see
1: And when that thing shaked and tore, they were relieved out of that place, the holding place of Hades, and heaven became their home. Come on, worship the Lord where you are. Thank you Jesus thank you for your thank you for your death thank you for your resurrection oh hallelujah hallelujah thank you for removing the barrier thank you for removing the barrier from me thank you for taking it down thank you for tearing my sins in the tomb thank you Jesus
0: We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.